Welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. Are you doing the best for your client to help them create their legacy? Are you creating a plan that goes far beyond finances to help people ensure that it becomes the driving force behind all decisions? On this podcast, hosts Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller will help you with growing your practice and your client's peace of mind. Together, they bring the best and brightest minds to share with you how to help your clients develop their best legacy. And now, here are your hosts, Katie Beth and Stan. Welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. I'm your guest host, Rod Hatley of Hatley Law Group here in San Diego, California. And today, I have the privilege to speak with a longtime colleague of mine, Matt Rinke, who is a financial advisor. He's also a certified exit planning advisor uh, with his own company, Illumination Wealth, here in San Diego. Matt, welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay. Uh, let me ask you, how, let's just kick it right off. How did you get involved with financial advisor, advising? I mean, what, what led you to what you're doing now? Yeah, I think it was all family experience. As a kid, I got interested in the stock market by way of my grandfather, who bought some shares of stock for me when I was born. Yeah. Fast forward a few years, he was a business owner himself, you know, depression era guy, blue collar glove manufacturing business. Um, eventually sold that company and had an exit where he had his retirement nest egg and was set for life. Fast forward a few years, the advice or lack thereof that he got uh, impacted us for generations. He pretty much lost everything within a few years of his retirement. And this just changed the arc of our family forever. It impacted relationships. It impacted the timeline in which, you know, my parents, my family could be financially free because they had to then support their parents, which could have could have been the other way around, right? Where colleges were paid for and there could have been generational, you know, legacy uh, wealth created and the exact opposite happened because of what my grandfather's bad advice, mistreatment from his team to the lack of planning. And so that kind of set me on my path, combining the investment experience, the family experience to want to, you know, make sure that what we experience never happens to anybody else. Thank you for sharing that. I know it's a it's an incredibly powerful story, and it, it drives home the point that you know you've lived the nightmare of seeing what bad planning or lack of good planning. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily bad, but lack of good planning can do to a family, uh, and it ripples through the generations. So thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this: with the clients that you work with, what do you enjoy most? And maybe what is the least your least favorite thing uh, to do as a financial advisor? Yeah, for sure. Well, we love being able to help clients kind of actualize a new direction or something that they never thought was possible, whether it was beliefs that they had, worries that they didn't have the financial resources to do something to make make these decisions. And so for us to be able to to remove those barriers, to help them make the choice to exit their business, to move out of the country, to build a home somewhere is what's most fulfilling to be, you know, to really have those, you know, to really see them actualize the path that they want that they never really knew was possible. Um, that what That's really what brings the most meaning for me on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay. Anything that you, I mean, I guess maybe the, 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 uh, the administrative is probably not high on your list of priorities or the things that you enjoy doing. I mean, I suppose you've I imagine you've got someone helping you with the back office support and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, we have a team, uh, Illumination Wealth. There's about, yeah, there's 11 of us that are all supporting oh, wow. 
clients and in, in their decisions. You know, sometimes the, you know, we're here to to be of service and to be a support structure for our clients, whether it's to help save them time, whether it's to help save them money, like we want to be a value-added partner. And so we're, we're always open to things. Certainly some of the administration stuff that comes along with running a business is, uh, is not, is not the most fun, but uh, at the same time, it's the path that I chose and, you know, wouldn't change it. Excellent. Um, Can you share with me? Well, you've already shared your family story and that's incredibly uh, powerful. Um, Can you, Sure, a client experience possibly where, you know, uh, the planning that you did made a, a, a noticeable difference for them uh, and maybe one where despite your best efforts, you know, they just didn't take your advice and things didn't come out as well as, you know, you or they might have hoped. Uh, yeah. Can you share either of those with us? Yeah. So, I mean, a client success story. We have, you know, we have the benefit of working with clients that are still, I would say, in the growth phases of their life. They're not always you know, 75 living off social security. They're entrepreneurial in nature in, you know, forties, fifties, some of our, you know, for some of our clients for one of our clients in particular, uh, you know, have a family, have children, have done a great job of, you know, accumulating wealth over time. But with that, it's, it's become a burden. It's gotten more complex. They've set up multiple trusts. They've done gifting in the past. They have different investments that, take take their time and now serve as a distraction. So we've helped to professionalize their entire investment uh, strategy. We've reshaped the way that their trusts are, stru- help them reshape the way that their trusts are structured, what investments are held, what the new investment plan is to provide the income for them and so that they have the resources that they need to live their life. And then at the same time, eliminated a lot of the administration that was involved with managing their their wealth on a day-to-day basis so they can be focused on the things that matter most to them and that's getting them out of all the day-to-day decisions that go along with you know the wealth that they have created so um it's certainly a success you know success story for us and now you know seeing them make decisions where you know they're buying a buying a place near where their their kids and grandkids live so that they're able to spend the time with family, with contribution to the community in ways that they weren't able to in the past because of their previous, you know, structures and commitments. So certainly uh, one that stands out to me. Absolutely. And maybe a, a situation where despite your best efforts, the clients just could not get on board, or maybe they just would not take your excellent advice and they just did their own thing. And it really did not end as well as either you or they would have hoped. Yeah. So, you know, one, one client uh, situation that stands out to us, um, they were referred to us from another client of ours, a professional partner. And this is always a learning experience. Who are the right, who's the right fit for us. And the relationship was really led from investment only like what help me with my investments. And that was a kind of a warning sign to begin with, but let alone we we decided we feel like we can help, like we're here to help and serve. And so, you know, we took on this client and they are very, very skittish about investing, um, whether it's in stocks, whether it's in CDs, money market, treasury bonds. And so we wanted to help this person build a portfolio that could sustain their lifestyle 
beyond just a number of years based on the withdrawals that they were taking. And so we designed a really conservative portfolio for them that was structured in a way that allowed them to have the, the living expenses that they needed for the next five years set up with some additional income generating opportunities for the, you know, the, the, the time horizon three, five, 10 years down the road. Well, lo and behold, this client was not comfortable with like any bit of like fluctuation or volatility in the portfolio, even using like a, a short-term treasury bill fund that virtually if you held it to maturity would have no risk. And that type, uh, you know, there were kind of underlying deep, probably rooted money trauma issues that were impacting this client and their ability to be an investor and to ensure that they would have the financial resources to sustain themselves. And so that's kind of an example of a client where, you know, we, we were able to refer them out to financial therapists to start to work on those things before it made, make sense for us to engage again on any, you know, financial strategy uh, relationship. So always want to do the best we can and get them the support that they need. Um, can you share with us, um, a, a, you know, a, a time when completing business with someone was one of the greatest experiences that you had as a financial advisor um, and also one of your worst experiences? And it doesn't really have to be what we just talked about, but maybe hmm. it could have just been a very, you know, a very modest investment that, you know, has really uh, grown through nurturing and investing, et cetera. Uh, with maybe not particularly a wealthy client, but somebody who who saw the value of what you do and decided they wanted to work with you, can you share with yeah. that with us? Yeah, I think one of some of the, a couple of the worst experiences that we've had within our clients' financial lives is when they were taken advantage of through a financial fraud situation, and and one of our clients was um, going to sold their home, buying a new home to be closer to their children, and they ended up getting caught in a scam and wired money um, to somebody who was an, a bad actor and it was a significant amount of money and they were shaken. Uh, however, we had the ability as a company to help find ways to, to get some of that back and it takes certain actions. And sure. so, uh, you know, by certain actions that we supported the client with. And so that's certainly fulfilling knowing that in their like worst of times financially and their worst experiences, that you know, we we were able to then help help mitigate it uh, to some degree um, and help you know protect them in the future for circumstances like this. And so, yeah, that's always kind of the worst thing to see somebody just completely taken advantage of. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just like who who do you trust um, when those type of things happen? So definitely, definitely an experience there for sure. Well, yeah, and you've hit on the, uh, the the keyword trust, and I know that there's a phrase out there, trusted advisor. Let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah. I know what it means to me, and I suspect you've got your own definition of that, but can you share with our listeners what it means to you, at least, to be a trusted advisor to your clients? Yeah, for sure. Well, in the financial planning and investment world, there's this term fiduciary, which yeah, you, know, you got to take an oath and basically say that we will put our clients' best interests first. So I think about our company, Illumination Wealth, our, our first core value is we put you first and we got your back. It's somewhat hard to define. In our industry, to me, the, the price of admission is putting them first. And yeah. But at the end of the day is like, how do we have 
our clients back. Like that's what we are here for. We want to serve as their financial bodyguard, the people that know them inside out to be able to make sure that they're always making the decisions with their goals and values in mind. And so I don't specifically know how to say trusted advisor, but for us, it's like, we've got our clients back. We're not just putting our clients first because we say we have to, we have their back no matter what. Terrific. I mean, I think that's, you know, that's well said. And I, for anybody listening, you know, I, I think that should really resonate because obviously, you know, they, they expect to be put first, you know, put, put them first above your own financial gain, uh, but also to have their backs too. I mean, I think that's incredibly uh, powerful as a statement of your philosophy, what, how, you know, how you uh, conduct business at Illumination Wealth and the way you train your, your team to yeah. service the clients that you're privileged to serve. So, Absolutely. okay. Um, tell me, if you would, what it means to you to be a financial advisor. I mean, obviously you got into the business because you had seen, you know, what a lack of good planning, the devastation that it could uh, result in. But what does it mean to you really to be a financial advisor? Have you ever given some thought to that? Yeah, for sure. I think to be a financial advisor, it's not just financial, right? I think that's what it's led with. At the end of the day, financial resources are there to support one's life. And so we kind of see ourselves as financial life planners. And I, you know, my, my title is like the chief financial life officer of the company and our real role. I think a lot of people go to a financial advisor because they want to get a return on their investment. We want to enhance the returns on our clients entire financial life. And that might be quantitative because we're able to identify ways to save them money or reduce taxes or enhance their wealth through investment strategy but also the return on their life. And that might be through freeing up time. That might be through how they're, the decisions that they're making, uh, the experiences that they're having. And so we really are here to enhance their entire financial life and get the best return on the entire financial life, not simply the investment portfolio. That's just one component. We want our clients to have a rich life and a rich life beyond money. That's a very holistic way to approach it. That's terrific. Thank you for sharing that because uh, for a lot of people, for a lot of advisors, unfortunately, it's just about the, the transaction. And it sounds like it's, that's just, that doesn't work for you guys. You know, it's the whole person. It's everything that they're concerned about or your, become your concerns too. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Tell me or tell the listeners, if you would, what's an ideal client for you? or at least for Illumination Wealth, because I, mean, I suspect you have different uh, categories, but uh, what would be a, a, an ideal client to uh, to work with your company? Yeah, so an ideal client of ours is somebody that's still, I would say, driven in the growth phase of their life. Uh, a lot of our clients are, you know, in their 40s, they have they have families, they, they have businesses, and they've built a successful business at this point. And so we're, many advisors out there want the liquidity at the at the exit. They want to work. He talked about transactional. They're waiting for that liquidity from the event when they sell the company. 
we don't care about the liquidity at the end of the company. We care about our clients' life. And there is planning that needs to be done to help them live that best life before any exit, whether they sell to a third party or they decide to keep their business and transfer it to the next generation. Like that's what we're here for. So our our you know our ideal client is one that you know it is community driven, wants to make an impact uh, in their lives, in their families' lives, in their communities' lives that are entrepreneurial in nature. And many you know whether they are direct investors themselves, they like to go off and acquire real estate. We love to be able to do strategic creative planning for our clients, and it doesn't matter whether they have zero dollars in a traditional investment or millions of dollars in a traditional uh, investment portfolio, but one that's willing to, to take their advice and engage in, in planning because it's not a one-time thing, it's an ongoing process. Like things are constantly changing and, you know, we're always here to support them and manage their financial life on an ongoing basis with integrity. Can you share with the listeners what a certified exit planning advisor is? What does that person do and and why would uh, uh, the listeners uh, want to work with someone like that who has that designation? Yeah. So this designation basically uh, supports business owners with being prepared to eventually exit and maximize, uh, maximize, I would say their life around their future exit from their business. And, and so we want our clients to, you know, be prepared, understand the gaps that they have in their business, be prepared for that future exit, whether it happens on their terms or whether it happens not on their terms. And we are not always in control of how life unfolds. And so we want to make sure that we're able to, our clients are able to maximize the value of their time, their business, and prepare themselves for that eventual exit, whether they want to retire in their business or retire and exit outside of the company. Okay. Well said. Thank you for sharing that. And I I think it resonates. Uh, and, And how soon um, for those uh, clients, prospective clients, let's say, who have a business and maybe they're looking to exit, um, is there a rule of thumb uh, that you would like to recommend? Hey, you know, you should be come, coming to see us, you know, by this date before you're selling or you're thinking about selling. Yeah, for sure. No, it's a great question. Most most entrepreneurs prepare way too late. And then that leads to not the the most successful outcome. So I would say if we had uh, a magic wand, three to five years in advance of that actual exit is when somebody should actually get started. The way that we think about it is like any business should be built with the end in mind. What is the life that we want to have? How do we want to relate to our business? Do we want to be able to coach our kids little league team and show up at, you know, our kids school events or is the business running you? So no matter what it is, there's always work to be done to make, to build that business around the life that you want to have. But in terms of actual pre-exit planning from estate planning, tax minimization, three to five years probably makes the most sense from that standpoint. Excellent. Okay. And uh, uh, last question, Uh, how can uh, any of the listeners who are tuning in today, how can they uh, get in touch with you? How can you be found? 
Yeah, for sure. I can be found. Uh, my email is matt, M-A-T-T, at illuminationwealth.com. Uh, the website is illuminationwealth.com. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn, at, Mink, at Matt Rinky as well, where always just trying to share value, share resources, um, unique planning opportunities that we come across. So that'd be a great place to uh, to find me. And before we conclude, any last thoughts, parting thoughts, or advice, suggestions, anything for the listeners? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you know, your money, it, it's part of your life. And at times when things are good in the economy, people can get complacent. So I think we always should, you know, get have a second opinion done of our, whether it's our taxes, our financial planning, and make sure that you have a clear expectations about the professional relationship that you have. Not a lot of people understand the engagement stand, have a really clear engagement plan with their professional team. And they're not getting the most out of it in the way that they should. And so no matter who you work with, make sure that you build your team. And now is a great time to assess. Do you have the right caliber of people on your financial team? Thank you so much. Uh, this has been the Legacy Leaders podcast with your uh, guest host, Rod Hatley of Hatley Law Group here in San Diego. And it's been my privilege to speak with my longtime colleague, Matt Rinke, a certified exit planning advisor with Illumination Wealth here in San Diego. Matt, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you. Appreciate being here. Have a great one, Rod. You've been listening to the Legacy Leaders Podcast with Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller. For more information on them and the show, please visit PinnacleLegacyLaw.com. If you like what you've learned today, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.